This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. But like, but I was like, oh, okay. And I was like eating and I was like, I don't know this guy, but he doesn't look so good. And all of a sudden he stands up, walks over to the bushes, just throws up in the bushes and he comes back and I'm like, um, <laughs> don't know what to do. Yeah, don't, what is proper? What would Miss Manners say to do in that situation? Right, like you don't know, you don't know this guy. So I was like, um, you okay? And he's like, yeah, I feel better. And I'm like, cool. And I just went back to eating my lunch because I just <laughs> didn't know what to do. I was like, All right. pretty good range on that. <laughs> oh my gosh, so that, that's my that's my story of how I met Kim. <laughs> Two, three, four. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to Me. It is great. Hey guys, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to Me. Talk 30 Rock to Me. It's a podcast about 30 Rock and talking. And Tina Fey. And Tina Fey. Um, we are excited that you are listening to us here today. Before we get started, just a couple of things. Um, find us on Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, BoardwalkAudio.com, all the places where you want to find people, you can find us there, except sitting next to you, unless you're Kimmy, because I'm sitting next to you now. Um, find us those places at Talk30Rock to me. Um, and if you buy stuff on Amazon, it'd be cool if you used our link, BoardwalkAudio.com slash Talk30Rock to me. Click support our artists, and it'll take you to your regular looking Amazon page. And you can buy stuff and we get some money for it so that we can buy an H6 because sometimes there are technical recording difficulties as we have experienced, which we might talk about. We should, we should talk about them only because I'm realizing if we don't uh-huh. use it, we're going to have to reintroduce these lovely gentlemen <laughs> that we have here as guests. So we're just going to reintroduce them. And then if we did that last week, that's fine. We wanted to remind you. So, but yeah, help us buy an H6. <laughs> pretty please. Pretty please. Um, yeah, so just we recorded an episode. We have three very, very funny gentlemen with us today uh, to talk about this episode. We also had them last week, but we had some technical difficulties and we haven't decided what we're doing to fix that yet. So you might have already met them. You might already love them. If not, we have three people that you should get to know with us right now. We have the co-host from the show all the time we have. Yay. And Yay. we have Dr. Ron Coleman. We have Jonathan Bacon Lou. Hello. He is a doctor. I'm kidding. I yeah. knew that. And we have Kevin Flessing here. Hi, Hi guys. Hey, hey great bless. to great to be back or be here for the first time. <laughs> yeah, whichever yeah, it is. Depending on what it is. I just want to say Dr. Ron, I'm so sorry. I like thought you were joking when you said I like to be go by doctor and then I remember later we were discussing your PhD, so you are actually a doctor. I, I, I am I'm a really <laughs> disrespectful person. I'm sorry. But I, I, I actually don't go by it's weird because once you get a doctorate you tend to work with people who are all also doctors uh, and so they would turn special. into that like spies like us thing if like doctor 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 <laughs> it, it just, that's so literally just, that's literally the scene that i see every time you go to work when you see everybody you're just like doctor, yeah, doctor that's like doctor. the first half hour at work every day it's just, <laughs> just doctor doctor because everyone's doctor, got a doctorate doctor. so it's isn't that a song doctor doctor I, I don't know oh, i thought that was a song it's not a song doctor doctor give, give me, me the news, news. Yeah, yeah okay yep. good I'm happy when I'm not crazy. It sounds really cheery for how upsetting that sentence is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the news. I'm pregnant. Like, that should be the, like, I'm not pregnant. I actually think the, the next line is, I've got a bad case of loving you is, is oh. the next case. So. Okay, weird. But All right. This is taking a turn. <laughs> okay. But I'm not that kind of doctor, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So, let's assume last week went well. So, we know how you guys 
met and loved and fell in love with 30 Rock. Okay. All right. Let's assume that. We can always insert it in if we need to because that part worked. That part kind of worked. So, guys, this is what I'd love to hear from you. First of all, tell us a little bit about your podcast, what you guys do, what it's about, and then I have one one more question for you. So, uh, our podcast is called All the Time We Have, and it's based on the idea that we set three topics to begin with, and we'll have a variable amount of time. So we start with 20 minutes and then we roll 2d20 because we're nerds. And then after rolling 2d20, we can have anywhere between 22 minutes and an hour. And I love that concept so much. It, it's a fun so concept to have as a show because sometimes we'll, we'll have topics and, and we'll be kind of hoping for like one size number and we get the opposite size. And so, so you're like, oh, now we have these three really complex topics and only 27 minutes to talk about it or... Or we, we have half an hour or a full hour to talk about copyright law. And yeah. that becomes kind of... Uh, Although we did not have that long for copyright law. No, we didn't. But that, that could have been a possibility. Chagrin, yeah. right, yeah. Kevin? Um, but, it it uh, would have been interesting if it was longer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, so it, it's a fun thing. And so um, we, we, uh, we have a different link show every week. And it, it's kind of cool because we, we don't know how long it's going to be until showtime. So there's not like you can prep for short or long you just have to try and adapt and and the different uh segments will be different lengths i don't know it, it's a lot of fun and i think i think it's fun because we all uh have known each other for a really long time so it, it's kind of like just hanging out with some people having a conversation and we like it to be kind of fun for people to listen to our conversations that's what we do yeah well, and do you feel like like for kimmy and me when we started this podcast we're really just recording conversations that we would have had anyway Right. Um, and yep, is that how that. it is for you? And like, I'm to the deep chagrin of our listeners sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, but I'm curious if you feel that same way too. Granted, your conversations are a little bit more intentional. Like, we're gonna talk about this, but are they converse? Have you had any topics that you're like, dang, we've never even thought about talking about this together? I, I don't. Sometimes I, I think I think they are they are topics that interest us to begin with. So that that kind of helps. Um, and so I think. I think we wouldn't be as intentional about like some of the thoughts that we are doing. Like, um, like for instance, we, we talk about the CWC superhero shows a lot. Um, <laughs> and Ron doesn't watch those. So it ends up being kind of like, it would definitely be a conversation that Kevin and I would have. Um, but like, but like it, between the three of us, it becomes a little more interesting. Uh, one and of then, our one of our very first topics that we talked about really early on our show was uh, specifically Ron's work on um, bringing back um, the uh, northern white rhino. northern white rhino uh, from extinction uh which kevin and i didn't know that's what he did for his work um <laughs> so like that that was helpful like but uh, yeah so they're 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 definitely conversations that probably could happen um but but um yeah but they're feel, more intentional i feel we we talk about on the show uh some of my stuff more than we would you know because i we, i bring in a lot of science articles and because i work in the field we'll have you know some news story that hits that's often related to something i've worked on and so it's just not the kind of thing i would bring up in conversation you know so it's your likely. way of forcing your friends to find out more about what you did yes <laughs> and and i think it, it gives our our podcast a little bit different flavor that we can have some science and nerd stuff and I just want to say, Dr. Ron, you're a hero. I, we glanced over, you know, saving the white rhino <laughs> very softly. Yeah, that's, you know. dope. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. That's all. That's all I have to say. How do I comment on that? I'm a TV nerd, but, like, this is great. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, tr- I, we try and save TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> you get to save animals. We're pretty much the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're all, we're all saviors, yeah. heroes. <laughs> We're trying to save a majestic creature. We're trying to save a semi kind of successful NBC sitcom. Yeah, I mean, whose death it already had. <laughs> Everyone has their own cross to bear. You know, it's it's just uh, you know, I, like I'm not it. I'm not here to judge yours. <laughs> awesome, cool. Then I wanted to know because I think it's been very clear that Kelsey and I are TV nerds. Pop culture nerds. But I would say, I wouldn't even say pop, because it's very specific <coughs> pop culture. We're TV nerds. I'm an old movie nerd. She's a band nerd. This is the way we're nerdy. I want to hear from you three gentlemen. How are you, what are you guys nerds? Like, I can already guess Dr. Dr. I'm going to call you Dr. Ron this <laughs> whole time, by the way. <laughs> That's, That's a little bit awesome. Dr. Ron, I know you're clearly a science nerd, but, I, uh, but there's probably more nerdiness than that. I, I've heard that you guys discussed Joss Whedon. What kind of nerds are you? Walk me through this. Kevin, take it away. Okay. Um, well, I'd have to say uh, right up at the top would be Star Wars nerd. Um, then science fiction, comic books. Then Star Wars. Then again. St- yes, Star Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> A couple more times. Because <laughs> uh, they did get rid of their old uh, expanded universe canon. So uh, I was pretty upset about oh, that. This again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to just watch Kevin like it's like a circus act uh break out uh Star Wars Trivial Pursuit <laughs> because he just wins in one turn and, and so it's yeah, like you don't you don't you get just, to go you just watch Kevin go around the board and, and so collect you don't all the really pieces play. yeah he, it's just watching Kevin <laughs> yeah, answer nobody questions. plays more than once with me <laughs> yeah, it's just, he's like you guys want to play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit no Kevin <laughs> like who was the second unit director and you're like Kevin's like, oh, I know that. <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> Why? Why you, I bet you people who made the movie don't know that. Right, right. Why, Why do you know so much about Star Wars? But. I think that a lot about 30 Rock, honestly. I'm like, dang, we might know more about, not everybody, obviously, but I feel like we might know a lot more about parts of it. Than like, like Everyone gives me a very hard time about it, so yes, I think we do. <laughs> kind of like the Galaxy Quest thing where, where they're like, they're like, well, in episode seven, you know, you feel like if you went to Tina Fey and you're like, you know, I, I feel like in, in uh, season three, episode four, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I moved that show, on. <laughs> Does, isn't that inconsistent with what you said in season four? And she's like, Does Jenna have a sister? <laughs> <laughs> That's our real question. That is our question. Uh, John, what about you? Um, yeah, um, I think, yeah, Star Wars is up there not quite as much as Kevin, um, but I enjoy it. Um, I'm, I'm a big sci-fi tech nerd, I guess you would go into saying. Um, I love everything techie and toys and all that wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, uh, big on sci-fi stuff. Um, I consume audiobooks faster than I know how to talk about. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where I sit. Um, a big comic book uh especially comic book tv or movies that's yeah and then i'm i'm i'd say obviously sciencey stuff and then uh and then sci-fi i was a re- i was a real big uh star trek the next generation fan um recently gotten into voyager um but kind of it's on uh, BBC America all the time. Except now I have a job, so I don't get to watch. <laughs> Man, having a uh, job a is hard. Worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they buy all that sweet, sweet gear. <laughs> yeah, stuff. <laughs> gear figures. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm really trying. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it's rough. I, I, I'd gotten used to having a nap after lunch every day, <laughs> and now I'm like, what? There's no nap time. <laughs> this job is hard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm also I've I've gotten a lot more into comics in the last bunch of years because I we've been going to Comic Con for mm-hmm. ten years now or something, and. I just sort of got into. Actually, I really like a lot of the the Joss Whedon comics that kind of extended some of the stories past the show. So uh, Firefly, and they, they they did a Buffy season eight, and then they had a um, had Angel had Angel, and then there was a show. There was a there was a comic book series about Faith and Spike, I think. Yeah, and, and so there were all kinds of like really cool other stories. So I, I kind of like a lot of that dark horse comic stuff and uh liked a lot of idw been hanging out with those guys down in san diego quite a bit lately i did what idw comics oh got it they um they uh they, they do, do a star lot of weird, trek, a lot they? of they do the star trek um but they also do stuff like Jen and gem and the holograms and, 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 the holograms. and, stuff like that. and um and they do like weird crossover stuff like doctor who and star trek like where Doctor Who, like the TARDIS like lands on the bridge of the Enterprise, and the Cybermen and Borg have teamed up, or stuff like that. It's so, That's horrifying. So if there would That's be horrifying, <laughs> if there would be a Thirty Rock comic book, it would come from IDW. Uh, yes, yes, they're, they're the ones who what would. What crossover do. do we want? What crossover do we want? <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I really okay. This is what I want. I want. Mm, I really want the t- the study group and community to go do a tour of Thirty Rock with Kenneth. Oh my gosh! Right? I want that Jeff be, Winger to meet Jack Donnie so badly. That would be up there. I oh, because they would hate love each other. I feel like. Yeah. I think Ooh, in that like scenario, they would hire Jeff Winger as their lawyer, but like not as like an official lawyer, like a underhanded lawyer somehow. Mm-hmm. Would... Here's the other one. I really want Leslie Nope and Jack Donaghy to have like a face off. Small. T- I'm looking. Kelsey's mind just got blown. I want it so much because I want small town folksy liberalism to me, big city corporate capitalistic republicanism. That, I want would, it so much. That would be a little oh, bit beautiful. Oh man. Yeah. That. W- I'm trying. To, I'm going through like my NDC. IDW, man. call me. <laughs> <laughs> we have ideas. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay, that's good to know. Any, we need to make uh, friends over there. Anything with Lizzie Nope. I mean. That <laughs> I just really want to believe that NBC sitcom world is actually like a connected universe in a Quentin Tarantino style way. Yes. Yeah. So I'm working on the infograph. We'll get there. <laughs> um, I expected, and this is just me being weird, that either John or Kevin would have said Excel. Um, and I only say that because, number one, I work with them and they're in accounting. But there was a former employee who I'm also friends with who I might have helped him at one point with a dating app like profile. And on the profile, I asked him, like, what are you most passionate about? And he put Excel. And I was like, oh, honey, <laughs> not all girls are going to find that as a good thing. I'm like, let's let's make this a little bit different. It was yeah, one yeah, of my favorite things. Yeah. To, to, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very proud of my Excel proudness. Uh, but, yeah, I don't generally put that on my uh, front street, so to speak. Um, but, yeah. Don't get me started about VLOOKUP. Because, <laughs> I mean, the utility of that function, uh, I just, yeah. And there's also H lookup, but you know, that's, that's a whole different that's a whole different thing. But uh, starting Excel podcast, yeah. <laughs> guys, we need to move on. <laughs> hey, well, well, Sorry, I, you lo- I got lost, and I'm the host. <laughs> well, I opened up that workbook. Oh, this is a TV uh-huh. show we're talking about, huh? Uh, TV. Kelsey, I think it's time that we do a 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. We can control this a lot more by sharing a mic. You go, me go, you go, me go. 
Um, so today's 33 I want to talk about is The Post, the new movie um, that came out a couple of weeks ago at this point with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks about the New York Times and Washington Post and classified documents from the Vietnam War. And it's just so good. And it's a 30-30 because Tom Hanks is in a scene of 30 Rock, um, which we can. And there's also. It's also a 30-30 because David Cross is in Kimmy Schmidt, which is a Tina Fey show uh, made after 30 Rock. I literally, I was sitting in the movie theater and I was watching and I texted Kimmy and I was, I, I can't remember what I, I think I texted you saying, I think something about Bradley, Whitford, oh, I said David Cross is almost unre- unrecognizable. And then a second later I was like, oh my gosh, and Bradley Whitford. And she's like, are you watching it now? Yes. I'm in the theater right now. Um, and is, have you guys seen it? Have any of you seen it yet? I haven't seen it. <sighs> Go see the post. It's a, it's your duty as an American to see the post, <laughs> right. to see Meryl Streep in her, another tour de force role. You men do not look excited enough about Meryl <laughs> Streep. I, How I'm do I like, get you all excited I'm about like Meryl Streep? I'm like looking Street? it up on IMDb right now yeah, just to see like what it's, it's about. It's Steven Spielberg, Meryl Streep, and Tom Hanks, plus Bradley Whitford, Bob Odenkirk, uh, David Cross, and just it's it's yeah, it looks awesome. It's like a Mr. Done. Show reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, yes. I'm very. It was that that part's a little distracting. <laughs> I literally at one. I think I, I I made a comment that it reminds me of the he's just not that into Valentine's Day thing where it takes all these other celebrities that sprinkle in with their own storylines. It's the non chick flick version of that. I feel like a little bit. Um. It's just a Steven Spielberg cast. Yeah. It's, it's Steven Spielberg being like, "Ooh, I found a script. I want to. We're gonna film this in two months." Who wants to be in this? Yeah. And everyone went, said me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we could put you all in that. That's how it works. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's really, 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 really good. Um, I did like, I, so I saw it with one of, one of my friends who's, uh, oh gosh, she's either 11 or 12. And it was just really, because Kimmy texted me while I was in the theater and comment how it's, what are you said? Like the, it, it's like subtly feminist. I think you said you made a comment like, and I was like, all right, cool. So I'm watching it. And afterwards, I, I it was kind of a fun little learning moment because I was talking with Rebecca in the car afterwards. And we were talking it through. And I was saying what Kimmy had said. And she was like, well, I didn't notice any, like, sexism in there or, or like, feminist things. And I was like, really? And she's like, "And well, it, it, was, it was very – it, it was a learning moment where, like I said, she's 11 or 12 – Oh, I'm going to shoot myself. I'm pretty sure she's 12. And she she was like, well, nobody said you can't do that. You're a woman. And I'm like, oh, we're going to learn about the subtleness of we're it. Learn about nonverbal cues, yeah. oh. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> um, it's never too soon for that. Sorry. But it, it was just kind of. A, and so then I was pointing out certain instances in uh. the movie. Like, well, remember when this happened and that happened? And she afterwards was like, oh, yeah. Like it, it was kind of it was a very cool learning moment. I thought that it was a great movie. And to talk about that. Did you point out the fact that women were always on stairs? No. Women were always on. <laughs> is it terrible? I'm like, bitches <laughs> always be on stairs. <laughs> no, they always put women on stairs. And there's always these moments where Meryl is climbing up these stairs. And there's always, like, there's scenes where the secretaries are waiting on the stairs for the bosses. Or the women oh. are on the stairs of the Supreme Court. And it's this beautiful image of, like, this, of this, like, these steps women were taking. And about the steps that she was being encouraged to take to be the first female CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Wow. Um, I don't. I mean, I clearly don't care about this movie at all. <laughs> Didn't move me. Wasn't super influential. So just send send her to me, and we'll. I will. I will school her in feminism and the post. We're She's learning. It was. It was. I'm not <laughs> knocking her. She's 11. I didn't. I, I was an anti-feminist at 11, so it's fine. But not a lot about like ADA accessibility. <laughs> I mean, like, like. Doctor Ron. <laughs> damn it. 
plotting so <laughs> I like I'm done. Goodbye. I finished. You won. You won this podcast. <laughs> so go see the post. It's okay, wait, wait. Uh, but okay, okay. Yeah. So we, we go through this and it's a great movie and I'm I'm all on board. I wanna go see it now. But what rubs me about your story is you were texting inside of a movie theater. I, I legit like I, it was one of those things where I'm like, I shouldn't do this, but I will forget to tell Kimmy afterwards. So I was definitely I, I bring blankets in with me when I go to the movie. Oh, OK, if that helps at all. And I only I sent the first one from my phone. The rest of my sent from my watch, if that also helps. Um, sure. <laughs> texting on an Apple watch is a pain in the butt. So I struggled. Kelsey's a modern woman. guys. <laughs> yep. I would have been on stairs. in that movie. <laughs> She's in Orange County and they don't shoot you in Orange County for texting the movie theater. Unlike Los Angeles. So. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel the need to mansplain to you why it's <laughs> not good to text inside movie theaters, but um, maybe oh, we don't. Yeah. We maybe we don't need to do I that. I mean, the M and M's tell you every single time. <laughs> they do. They <laughs> do. They're. T- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Kevin, coming in for the win. Sorry, Doctor Ron, you might have just been unseated. Yeah, I, I was just thinking it's not safe to. Uh, text while going upstairs either <laughs> so you know like you, know, you just that's what we've got Siri for now <laughs> <laughs> all right oh so man what's this uh 30 rock thing that we're yeah talking oh about? right 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 30 rock and stairs <laughs> All right, uh, today's episode that we are going to talk about is season four, episode 12, Verna. Air date was February 4th, 2010. I think we're like almost on schedule with air dates and when things are being released at this point. Almost. Um, director was Don Scardino and writer was Ron Wiener. Both of them have been around for quite a while at this point. I'm also now seeing, seeing that I got very lazy in writing my recap. I ended with dot, dot, dot. So my recap that I wrote is Liz and Frank are in a battle to see who can kick their unhealthy habit. And it reveals some unexpected things. Jenna's mom pops into town and Jack gets involved to see dot, dot, dot. Um, you want to end that for me, Kimmy? No, I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, I'm in a position right now where I can see Kelsey's notes. So, (laughs) Jenna's mom, Jackson Vault, to see if she is actually a good mom. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Um, Kelsey, the first thing I wrote about was Meat Cat. The first thing Kelsey wrote about is M E E, Meat Cat. (laughs) Does Kelsey not know that it's Meat Cat? I immediately change it two lines down. This was like two in the morning. (laughs) I also did this really late at night, so my notes are terrible, but I just saw Meat Cat! Point. I just felt like y'all should know that was happening. Yeah. I mean, how big of a 30 Rock fan can you really be if you don't have autocorrect to meet Cat? Exactly. Her phone wasn't ready to be like, oh, do you mean meet Cat? Kelsey, we're going to have to work on this. Yep. This is what I get for sitting next to Kimmy. I don't remember the last time we sat next to each other and you could see my notes. Um, <laughs> Actually, it was our very first episode because you it was a hot dog justice. Okay, fair enough. Her, Kimmy's third line on hers is let's is gay with Three wise for the record. <laughs> what cares about those firefighters so much? But I definitely, I definitely read that in the same tone of voice that Liz said, "Randy's gay." Everyone from a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now that you can read into Kimmy's in my brain, let's talk about uh, cheesy blasters. This <laughs> cheesy blasters. Yeah, that opening scene is just has so much going on um, that we have. Jack is holding Lizzie's hand, which you have yeah. never heard yep. Jack Donaghy call him, call her Liz, let alone Lizzie. It's normally Lemon. Right. Um, Tracy is now a doctor. 
Dr. Ron, you've got some competition. Yeah. Sorry. Pretty easy. <laughs> um, Anyone can do it. Kenneth is dressed as a woman, as a nurse. That man wears mascara very well. <laughs> yeah. Don't you agree? That was like when Johnny Depp and Pirates with the eyeliner, we were like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Kimmy's not having it. Um, and then when the thing is delivered from her, it is a cartoon meat cat. <laughs> <laughs> And then she wakes up with a cheesy blaster remnant stuck to her face, which is borderline an NBC brand joke because of the episode where Britta has mustard on her face. Um, not really, but kind of sort of could be. And then she just says, I got to eat better. Um, yeah, that's just like that little opening scene, which is really funny. And then you get Pete. Uh, his kid drew on his head. <laughs> yes. Um, and this is not NBC brand joke, but the Kenneth Pete time reminds, because I was just rewatching Gilmore Girls, there's an episode where Zach is kind of infringing on Luke's time at the beginning when he's in the diner, and just made me think of that. Hmm. Um, yep. So that's what's happening at the very, very beginning. Um, except then Jenna's freaking out because security has called up, and Verna is there, her mother, and she was trying to use a prescription Oxycontin bottle as ID. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I like that. Like the the next thing she says about her is that these uh, she said she said I had her thrown out of the building and now she's sitting on the curb chain smoking waiting for me to come out like the day I was born. So good, <laughs> so good. Um, and to her, I'm just a gorgeous naturally blonde ATM. Okay, Jenna. Okay. Um, and then that the opening scene just ends with Liz and then Kenneth joining in singing a song about a frown in your pocket. Tie it to a rocket. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Shoot it to the moon. You'll be feeling better soon. Don't go to bed with a frown. This show has some of the best little songs. There's and the, the I'm a, a kidney. I'm sure that's not a real song, right? There's I don't think like so. the, the I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a, a Jeff Richmond original. I would like to state that I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Right? Yeah. I'm a kidney. <laughs> the other kidney singing now. <laughs> oh, so good. It's so good. I was, I was actually the. You, I don't even know the cheesy blaster song, but it's you take a hot. Uh, what do you? It's uh crap. Put it in a pizza. You got cheesy blasters. That's what I was and then thinking. Then I say thank me, cat. Like the way on a skateboard. Yeah, I'm like, why didn't I write that down when we did season four, episode one from episode season four? <laughs> um, yes, that. So this is not the first time that we've heard about Meat Cat. It is the first time we've seen Meat Cat, <laughs> though. Because Meat Cat is a cartoon cat. Um, all right. So let's talk about. Uh, do you want to talk about the Liz and Frank storylines first? Yeah. Okay. So Liz and Frank have some unhealthy habits in their lives. Um, Frank's unhealthy habit, one of them, the one we're talking about today, <laughs> um, is smoking cigarettes that he does when he's stressed. And Liz's is her obsession with junk food, is really what it comes down to. Unhealthy food, just junk food. Um, and, but this all kind of comes together because Frank's, what was the Sith Lord cloak? Got too close to my mom's, mom's Italian sh Jesus shrine. Shrine to Italian Jesus and the candle started a fire. So because of that, he needs a place to stay. And Liz has an apartment upstairs that is unoccupied. So, hey, let's go ahead and let Frank move in. Not let, she was kind of forced into it. Um, but this is where we do get the moment where he's talking about the house is on fire and Lutz asks, were the firemen strong? Were any of them the ones from the calendar? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, should we have a discussion? 
I just think it's worth noting that Lutz's sexuality is deeply complex and he doesn't understand it. We never will. And I think that's just very entertaining. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah, because like we've had him talk about the the Halloween party, I think, with gay guys there. But then we get the thing later on where he has a fake girlfriend because he has the website set up for it. Hashtag proof or, or backslash proof or whatever it is. So Lutz is um, an evolving character. He's figuring himself out is what it kind of sounds like. Um, so what, so then Liz finds Frank smoking upstairs and she calls him out and then he calls her out on eating the gross junk food that the, what does the bag say? (laughs) Manufactured in a, do you have written down? I I do. (laughs) (laughs) Manufactured in a facility that also processes food. (laughs) (laughs) So gross. And so they have got this, this bet going on now. Like I can last longer not eating gross food if you, than you can not smoking, which sounds all fine and dandy until the next morning, Liz finds the pack of cigarettes missing some cigarettes and it was full right. the night before. And her way of catching this situation was to set up a camera in the living room or in Frank's room, I guess. And she caught some stuff on there. <laughs> have you, uh, and you guys have cameras in your house? I have a baby monitor, and that's pretty much it. And thankfully, it's not recorded to anything. But, uh, yeah, that's the only camera I have inside my house. Well, that you put there. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. what? Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's true. The baby monitor in it itself is creepy because I'll be in there, and I'll be, like, putting clothes away or something like that, and I'll say something to my son, and my wife hears it in the other room, which is, like, I mean, not that I'm saying anything bad right, about right. her, but um, but yeah, it's it's creepy that she'll be like, "Mama's the worst, isn't she?" Yeah, let's say mean things about Mama right now. <laughs> but it's funny because like, because she'll be like, "Oh, I didn't know like um, that our son like n- knew how to spell blah 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 oh, or whatever," yeah. and I'm like, "Yeah, how did you know that?" <laughs> you know what's creepy in a baby monitor sort of way is like, I think Alexa and all those things that people have in their houses mm-hmm. i think that's getting creepy and like people are buying those to have amazon spy on you like i, I don't know that my alexa the other morning at two o'clock in the morning i was dead asleep it said cannot connect to the internet i'm like why are you trying to connect to that i unplugged it and moved it away i'm like that is not okay i don't know what was happening here alexas are really funny though because i was at a friend's house and i was talking about how yeah i get home one night and i go hey alexa set alarm for 7 45 a.m and I didn't realize they had an Alexa in their house and Alexa was all alarm set for 745 a.m. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Well, Uh, to get ahead of the story a little bit, maybe you were actually sleep ordering. Uh, Right. That is fair. I also like Postmates can't come and deliver you, Kelsey. Sorry. Oh, man. Or you can't order stuff on Amazon. Like, that's actually how we find out that you're actually ordering like printers and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sleep ordering printers and billing to our associations. You guys are fine. It's great. What? I don't even want to ask. I love this sequence with Liz and with Frank running around and like there's Liz just eating the giant uh, Chuck style cheese balls, (laughs) which is great. Very much what Chuck would eat constantly. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Road trips. We always get those when we go on giant road trips. That's so funny to me. Those things are disgusting, but they're delicious. Um, and, the, and then we find out what happened to the cigarettes. We find what happened to the cigarettes. It's so fun. I just love how much she lets herself be the butt of the joke in this. And I love how yeah. disgusting she lets herself be. And the fact that she sleep dials for pizza to be delivered, which I think is awesome. And, like, she, like, this isn't the first time. Yeah. Because she doesn't make any sense, but like the pizza place... Knows. knew who it was and where to bring the pizza they were comfortable she was just like ah, la, la, la. <laughs> and they knew <laughs> to bring it 
And then the way she eats it, the way she eats it, she does that. She, remember the episode where she tries to shotgun the pi- the pizza? Yeah. She starts doing that. She like f- the way she so folds like it. She's her jaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane to me. I love this moment. And then Frank with his very strange relationships with cleaning ladies. Yes. <laughs> Dear Lord. We learned in the in the last episode in Winter Madness, he had a thing with there was something else. The cleaning ladies there too. So you, it's not just like New York cleaning ladies. He had yeah, the Boston with, ones. He was searching for the Boston cleaning ladies too. Last episode, oh, he loves the cleaning lady and they love him. Yeah, but just the way her like I'm Mama now. It's just like oh god, <laughs> oh god. That's a, I know we end up eventually meeting Frank's mom, but we don't know what Frank's mom does. I would be willing to bet money that she's a cleaning lady. We've already met her right now at this point. We met. It's Did Patty, we? It's Patty Lapone. Remember at J- when. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons. I couldn't remember what Harry and the Hendersons was. You're right. Do we know what her... That's, I, I'd be willing to bet that she was a cleaning lady. I have a feeling she cleans up after Frank. <laughs> yes. That's what I have a feeling. I'm not sure after that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So that all comes to fruition and things have been discovered and that's how the storyline ends, right? There is one thing I noticed in this storyline. We get an early prototype for Blue Apron where Liz is having her meals delivered. Oh. The really healthy me- meals. <laughs> Yeah, new, food. new food exactly it was that cracked me up i was like ooh. or what's the they have ones where they're now pre-made too i don't know i was just like this is interesting yeah her she got autumn tempeh risotto with salmon rub streusel chunks and i just love watching her like gag through saying that <laughs> sentence it sounds delicious yeah. <laughs> it I'm honestly like sounds board. like one of our blue apron commercials for our podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> What is autumn tempeh, though? I don't know what the autumn would be in regards to food. Like, I know it's a season. But ma- ma- maybe autumn, like, winter vegetables or whatever. Oh, like maybe, squashes, maybe. Squashes, I'm thinking. Yeah. Gourds. That. Yeah, gourds. Gourds. That's true. Oh, I'm also a food nerd, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Adding to Jonathan's list. Um. Okay, but I think that isn't that just kind of how that, that storyline ends? Does it end with them... No, it doesn't end and with I anything. I think it ends with them deciding that that it's okay for them like to le- lean lean on their crutches of what they need when they're stressed <laughs> out. Yeah. I think we also just learned that Pete is so sad. Oh, Pete is very sad. <laughs> yeah. Him with the tack, like in his <laughs> neck, and which the thing that cracked me up, and this is weird, the s- in, s- in ASL and sign language, the sign for stuck is like you take you make your finger V and you literally like stick your neck. And so that just made me think that, oh, it's stuck in his neck and that's a sign for stuck. And that's some um, ASL nerdiness for you. <laughs> I also think we learned that night spanks are a thing. <laughs> night spanks. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a horrible thing. Yes. It sounds awful. Spanks are so uncomfortable. So that was delightful. <laughs> Only Liz. And, yeah, that she's and that Lutz knew what they were, too. Yeah, they're called Lutz night spanks. <laughs> but like, she's like weirdly vain enough that she has to wear something to make her look good while she's going to bed. I would imagine for her it's not a vain thing. There's got to be something like she's got a slice of pizza in there and it's like holding it warm to her body or something. Like or I don't think Jenna wearing them to sleep I would agree a vain. Yeah. Liz though, I don't think that it's Or, or it's like a medical thing that she needs. So, yeah, it's like, like she lost her scoliosis brace and so she's like I'm just going to wear nights. It's like something there's something weird about it for Liz, but um yeah. <laughs> That's Liz and them for you. Um, there was I didn't know uh, earlier. Frank makes some comment about um, Liz wearing microwavable socks, and the footage of it. I always just call those fuzzy socks. And are you allowed to put those in the microwave? I didn't know that was a thing, 
but my mind has been blown because I love warm fuzzy socks. Well, are you gonna are you gonna test this? Because I I know you have socks like that, Kelsey. I have like seven socks like that. I, Those are socks you can't actually wear out though because they just slide down your foot. Right. They're great for walking around the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm I would be worried about like them melting in the microwave. Yeah. Like you know, how sometimes there's random things that have unexpected little pieces of like specks of plastic. In yeah, them? yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe the elastic inside. You the could socks. probably also make socks that had some kind of gel inserts that mm. you could then microwave, and then it would be it would keep like your feet warm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> that's true, but lawyer just, up. Just because we're talking about this, like if you you would only want to put the gel on the top of the socks, right? Because if you put it on the yeah. bottom, you'd be walking on the gel, and then that would be a whole other problem. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Somebody send uh, us some microwavable socks, please. <laughs> um. So I think that kind of does it for the Frank Liz stuff. Yeah. I think it's a pretty straightforward plot. I think it's the goal is to see Liz eat cigarettes, and I got what I wanted. So <laughs> Absolutely. Did anybody know that there was the – where Liz is just appalled that Frank smokes, and she makes a reference to a Different Strokes episode about Dudley's dad. Dudley's I've never dad. watched Different Strokes. Does anybody know what that is about? He makes uh, – um, uh, Kenneth makes a, a, a reference to the same episode at the end, too. <laughs> oh, does he really? Yeah, he I says, then, then Dudley's dad went outside. I think it's the thing where he – uh, he goes outside in the rain to smoke or something, and they're like, "Oh, you're so desperate to smoke." You, I, I don't know. Oh, I missed that part. I wrote about a bunch of the stuff that he said at the end. I missed that part of it. Interesting. Huh. But nobody's watched Different Strokes. Not in a while. Uh, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, right. not something that I've gone back to binge. <laughs> Fun theme song, but you know, other than that. Um. All right. So let's talk about Jenna and Verna. Oh, one other thing on on the actually on on the the Frank line, it went and she says, "Oh, it, it wasn't an accident that the the fire wasn't an accident." And he says, "I know, I just wanted control." I uh, that, and, oh. and then she's like, "No, it brought us together, so we'd both overcome our things." But it just goes on, doesn't yeah. at all acknowledge the fact that he says it was basically arson on <laughs> of his own place. I love it so much, particularly because Liz has already gone through that cycle with arson. So <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. So I'm like, makes oh sense. yeah, she's, she's like, oh, had yeah. this issue with fire before. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so oh. that's my only other note on that section. You good? You're just yeah, resting I'm on my shoulder. Like cool, cool. <laughs> Verna, Jenna's mother is in town. Who is this actress? I didn't look her up. I'm gonna look her up. I did. Jan Hooks. Yeah, yeah, Jan. I just looked her up on my. She's up right now. Jan Hooks is better remembered for her five-year run on Saturday Night Live. She was Mm. on SNL. She was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. She was in an episode of The Cleveland. I didn't know Verna was only on two episodes of Thirty Rock. She was in some Simpsons episodes, Third Rock from the Sun. She was on there for sixteen episodes, and then yeah, Saturday Night Live. She was on a hundred different episodes. She's in Coneheads. Designing women. <gasps> That's funny. Because in what? In season one, Liz watches Designing Women. And I didn't know that was a real TV show. Um, and she was actually in Designing Women. I like that. What was her name one more time? Jan Hooks. Jan Hooks. And she was in a lot of... That's interesting. But yep, that's Jan. I didn't, I'm very surprised that Verna was only in two episodes of 30 Rock. I always thought it was way more than that. Uh, but Has yeah, she already so been on the other one? At this no, point? that'll be the um, the Mother's Day episode that'll come in a couple of weeks where it has all of their mothers on it, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of fun, but interesting. 
Um, yeah, so Ver- we've heard horror stories of Verna, though, already, just of Jenna's life growing up and all this. And this has the flashback of standing closer to the gator. Um, and we just know that she's not the greatest mom. So we already know that her showing up is probably not the best idea. And I just love that this is Jack's opportunity to take everything that he's learned from Colleen being his mother and kind of sharing his wisdom with somebody else with mother problems. I, I love the fact that he has a PowerPoint presentation of how to say no to your mom. Like, like up on the ready. Like, he's just yeah. like, here it is. And he's got it, like, all pulled up. Yeah, so say no, talk low, and let her go. <laughs> oh. Is this the fight? Right, right. <laughs> I'm talking lower. Uh, yeah, so then Jenna and Verna go to dinner, and she is pleasantly and confusedly kind of surprised that instead of Verna asking for money, she's getting money back. Um, and then Verna goes to leave and Jenna's all stand closer to the gator because she's seen that her mother <laughs> has changed. And I, I'm curious if Verna was like, what the hell are you talking about gator? Like that was the, clearly that was a very profound moment in Jenna's memory. But for Verna. But Verna remembered very much the, the song. Oh. Also, Verna is not this is I'm just re- remembering Verna is the name we get in the rural juror. Remember? Werner, Werner, Werner. It's one of the names. That, maybe it was Werner, not Verna, but still, I just like that, that we get another Werner. I like that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That for all we know, it was actually what she said in the rural juror. It's just kind of hard to understand. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that it is still the same thing. That was a good, good callback there. Um, okay, the songs though that Verna and Jenna sing, and then later on they talk about singing a song in the future. Yeah. This just reminds me of Arrested Development when they're singing the Afternoon Delight. Afternoon Delight. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is my need. But but in in uh, in Arrested Development, there was like the understanding mid-song what was going on. Realizing. And, oh. and like, oh my gosh, where are, you know, like, I've only listened to the chorus of this song. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's, I love, so like, Jenna is... Her, her mom's there. It's awesome. Verna has to leave. Jenna's sad. It's her birthday, blah, blah. Verna knows. Throwing a surprise party, all that good stuff. And then she gets there and has this moment of, will you sing with me? And I just love when they're singing the song and Liz is like, to turn to Jack, why aren't you moved by this? And his response is, because I'm listening to the words. Yeah, we should, <laughs> like, we should mention yeah. it's, it's a do it to me one more time. Yeah, do it to me one song. more time. And then what's the song they're going to sing in the future? I'll make I'll make love to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, For not, orphans. Yeah, that is not the song you sing. I, I, Very reminiscent of Afternoon Delight and Arrested yeah. Development. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. much so. I, I think it's it's funny that um she had a mic in her purse. <laughs> I love that. That's so Jenna. I remember the first time seeing that years ago, like, just it killed me. Because I'm like, of course she has a mic <laughs> yeah, in there. Of course. And then me being the nerd going, like is it connected to the sound system Are you like <laughs> but just appreciating that of course jenna travels with her own mic the last hands off her, her little clutch she right instantly like well it, like literally and i guess there's just some people that you know is going to have stuff like i was with friends last night and at one point my friend had his iphone charging cable but didn't have a brick and he's like kelsey do you have a charging thing and i pull out my little bag in there that has three different charging bricks and i'm like i've got the ipad one and i've got two of the other ones which one do you need and he's like i'll just take the regular one thank you like you just got it i'm like a boy scout of iphone chargers and jenna's the boy scout of a girl scouts prepared to i guess i should say girl scouts uh, i was neither it's fine anyways so uh and then the verna storyline ends though with jack is very confused because he thought wow i was wrong and then verna shows up and look what a great TV show we would make because I know how to push her buttons and 
all of that stuff. And she says a couple of really odd things. Um, the show will have laughter, tears, topless arguments, and infections caused by jacuzzi water. <laughs> <laughs> The most Florida thing I've ever heard in my yes. life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that is Floridian to its core. Well, and then she has a tattoo of a mermaid doing it with Captain Morgan. <laughs> like just, And then, gosh, and she's just so messed up. She then pulls out just a $1 bill for Jack <laughs> yeah. to convince him. And then, but it's okay because there's more in her under panties. Not underwear, not panties, not undergarments. Under panties. <laughs> um... Yeah, but then, so then I did like, though, how, like, Jack then goes to tell Jenna, and Jack just has a moment of, like, okay, maybe Jenna doesn't need to know about yeah. this, like, because he sees that he's she's wearing the dead bird earrings, <laughs> and Jack then decides to kind of protect Jenna, which I think is interesting. I don't think we've ever seen Jack, well, I guess he didn't really protect her, but there was in episode two or three of season one when he, the whole thing with the photograph of Jenna, and because she's happy about that. But I that she's he's literally going to pay Verna to be a mother at that point. Yeah, no, I find it really interesting because he tends to really use Jenna, right? Oh, there's a there. We need to be ready for in case there's a disaster. We'll have Jenna sing a song in short shorts. Like, oh, you have to do that. You know, he really uses her because she's so willing to be used. It's really fun to see him become a little protective of her at this point. That he like helps her because he has the mother of all mommy issues, so he really sympathizes with her. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so I really like yes. Jenna's uh, line about her mother once she comes around. That's and my favorite says, line. Could a bad mother have raised a daughter who was engaged to a congressman at 16? <laughs> uh, a, little, a little too. And that, that was timely in an unfortunate way. Yeah. Tina Fey does it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I didn't know this was an Alabama-based show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, so Verna gets $3,000 a visit and a rain tarp for her washer and dryer. Does that mean her washer and dryer outside? My washer and dryer are outside. Like completely outside? Yeah, completely outside. But under a... Oh, well, they're underneath like a... It's like a, sh- a shared yeah. washer dryer? No, or? it's just... It was built in the 60s. and it's in the uh, back patio. It's in the okay. back patio. All right. Okay, fair. I was just like a washer dryer outside. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, wouldn't that break it? And I guess the whole point of washer dryers is they deal with water. <laughs> yeah, so maybe yeah, not. But I'm just sitting here like. But I don't think yeah. electronic parts on top are yeah, supposed the, to get water. Yeah, we, we've, yeah, we've been told multiple times that uh, they no longer are under warranty because we put them outside and they, you know, whatever. But so you need a tarp is what you're saying. <laughs> that, and $3,000 oh, right, every and time $3, I visit my son. So. <laughs> I like how low the price is because like, y- like for... Jack could have yeah, tripled that and been fine. Yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah. Like he's got the, the kind of money where he could do, you know, huge amounts, and he he could probably write it out of NBC's budget. Oh because, yeah, you know, it it's off. like a, and so she's like three thousand dollars. He's like, all right, <laughs> right. Like, you got me. Oh but, my gosh, um, we have a couple of Frank hats in this episode. We've got a bunch actually. We've got um, Mason Storm, uh, Mind the Gap. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Pound for pound, busway, and then there's a flashback of Frank that you can't see what the front of it says, but there's a flashback and he's wearing a hat as well. They 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 kind of like eased up on Frank hats for I feel like all of season three. It was just one, maybe two, and now we've had a couple of of good chunks of Frank hats in there, which I like a lot. Um, so we 
Frank's real okay this was kind of funny though because Frank's whole thing was that he comes in early and he gets him his coffee and he's kind of upset that Kenneth is infringing on that but in the second time Kenneth comes in and like sits down with Pete 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 literally the rest of the cast walks in 10 seconds later yeah so Keith Kenneth <laughs> man really didn't affect him that much but then we learn that his new release is a fight club is that what it kind of ends <laughs> yeah. up yeah like, like a street yeah. fight yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, go. I feel so alive. <laughs> <laughs> Just poor Pete. Always poor Pete. Um, And he's got very weak arms. Yes. When he tries to <laughs> shove the donut I- in her mouth. <laughs> and she just... Man, you have really weak arms. <laughs> so it Are probably you? doesn't help him with the fight club. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably not. Probably doesn't. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other major storyline related things any favorite oh did you say the mind the gap hat yes. cool i just wanted to note that i like the mind the gap hat that's all <laughs> this is what i'm contributing right now <laughs> <laughs> did you Excellent. guys have any other moments in this episode that really spoke to you like uh either jo- we'll get to lines in a minute but any jokes or any themes that you thought were super funny i i like the 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 insight into kenneth and what he thinks is interesting like the like the stories he's telling about like so i had a friend his name is mr wiggles and the cats so like you would think mr wiggles would be the cat's name but it's, it's a great yes. it's a great joke there's a couple turns on that like, one. i have a friend with a cat his name is mr wiggles and his cat's name is and <laughs> you just think it's like the story that like like a five-year-old tells you and you're like this is dumb but i can't say anything about it because their parents will be offended so like yeah yeah, that's a good point, kid. Which which that is, dog which does is like, have a tail. You know? Which is all of Kenneth's stories. <laughs> yeah, right? it, just, it just it was great Kenneth moments in, in those little uh, <laughs> the and, hand with the fingers or whatever that was. And one of oh, Kenneth's. I, I, there was a kid in our church, Billy, who did that. I, he was the first person who ever did that to me when he goes to shake your hand and they like move their. Oh, it's the weirdest. Thing. It's gross. Classic Verna. <laughs> Classic Billy. No. <laughs> <laughs> So one of Kenneth's stories, at least to me, kind of hinted at his real age Mm -hmm, because he uh, he was talking about Match Game, which was on like in the early 70s or maybe late (laughs) 60s. And ironically hosted by Alec Baldwin now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Whoa. Full circle. Hmm? Never mind. Somebody was just talking about it here at work about Match Game with Alec Baldwin. And I was like, I don't. Mm, it was Brad. I don't remember who it was. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I loved. Oh, I do love that when Jack is trying to help Jenna and they're talking about no, and he's like, "This word is your best friend." And she's like, "Best friend with benefits." Like, of course, that's where <laughs> yes, Jenna, that's what she thinks of when she thinks of best friends. Oh gosh. Any other jokes or moments, guys? No. Uh, the, the no thing. We we just bought a car yesterday. And so I was, you know, I, I was like, after watching this, I was like, I need to remember to say no to deals I, I don't like because, you know, so I was like, I <laughs> just thinking about the little training. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was <laughs> saying yes and buying the car. And, uh, it didn't work, but it was good training. So <laughs> I felt. I literally was just telling somebody, somebody was like, what are your news re- New Year's resolutions? And I never do that. But I was like trying to think about it. And I was like, oh, my, I want to learn how to say no right because i think a lot of people are like oh you need to learn how to say 
no more often. And I think it's not more often as you need to say no correctly, whether it's no, like, I don't want to do that or like no to helping somebody. Cause I think sometimes you just can get overwhelmed. And I was like, I don't want to say no more. I want to say no correctly. Hmm. I think was what I wanted to try and figure out how to do. That's a really wholesome note to wrap <laughs> things up on, y'all. Learning to say Kels- no correctly. Kelsey's very deep. <laughs> well, my next question that I actually did want to ask you guys is, so a lot of this episode is like, what's your release, your sort of thing? What do you guys do when you're just, I'm done, I need something. If I don't do this, like, do you guys have anything that you do? Um, I play a lot of cell phone games. Hmm. Like the stupider the better, <laughs> um, and so I think it's just it, it takes my mind off of stuff. Um, so yeah, I I make Star Wars prequel memes on Reddit. <laughs> Classic oh, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh man, do you have anything, Ron? Uh, um, I I think some video games I, I play a lot of uh, Titanfall two on on the Xbox. It's a it's a really fast-paced first-person game, and then uh, I like playing with my dog. I, I got a dog named Buddy, and uh, just it, it's really relaxing just to go because he'll play fetch all day long. He's a lab, and so I just go in the backyard and just play fetch for a while, and it's a real way to mellow out. I like that. Love it. What do you do, Kenny? I watch break Great British Bake Off, or I watch Cheers. Oh, you would. <laughs> It's very much a lot. It's a lot of cheers right now. I'm in season three, guys. Frazier's here, so it's really good. <laughs> I like that. I think my default is I drive. That's what I do. I'm. That's my clear my brain, clear my air sort of a thing. Um, Favorite lines from this? I think, are we there at this point? Yeah. I got one. I like mothers. You can't kill him. <laughs> no second half. Nothing second. else. Just her like waiting for it. It's so delightful. I love it. I think I also love that bit where he's explaining that Colleen, the one time she was nice, she had a tumor pushing on the pleasure center of her brain. Black doctors. Dear Lord. It's so funny. So I really liked Liz's line towards the end where she said, you didn't believe in me, but I believed in myself. Just like the last scene of all movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like the your arms your arms are so weak. I don't know that just was funny to me because he's trying to like shove something in her face and you would expect her to be like, "Don't shove something in my face" yeah. or, or something that'd be an appropriate response. <laughs> and it was just like your arms are so weak. I, just <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I wrote down as my quote it was the entire song of, of "Do That to Me One More Time" because <laughs> I just I loved that. I thought it was hilarious. It's so disturbing. <laughs> um, my two favorite lines I have uh, when Liz and Pete are no sorry Liz and Frank are there. This is what we're doing now. We're going to be healthy. Blah blah blah. And Frank says, "And I took the elevator all the way up here without losing my breath." <laughs> um, and then I also loved uh, Jack talking to Jenna and saying. Uh, it's a, it is amazing how she has made a one eight a one eighty and Jenna's response is it's even better she's made a full three sixty for Jenna and Verna <laughs> surprisingly true yeah exactly <laughs> uh, did you say your favorite line Kimmy I don't think you did maybe you did what, what was your favorite line oh your yeah mothers you can't get sorry I was listening I promise <laughs> um cool I think that does it for this episode I'm trying to see if there's anything else I think that's probably it. <laughs> 
let's remind people or tell them for the first time <laughs> where people can find your podcast, find social media, do the the whole tell people where they can find you guys. Okay, yeah, you can find us at allthetimepod.com uh, and and on Instagram and Twitter at uh, at allthetimepod. And if you're going to tweet at us, use the hashtag allthetimepod. There's a uh, iTunes, Stitcher, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast, wherever you downloaded this one. Well, <laughs> if you download it on Boardwalk Audio, probably you, can't, you can't find <laughs> it. But other than that, if you didn't, uh, you could probably find us on that list. Cool. And uh, I'd also just like to say I just moved, so um, I should be at home helping my wife unpack. <laughs> Since I'm not, I wanted to plug her comic strip that she does. Ooh, do it. Um, it's MrsHComics.com or uh, Facebook.com slash MrsHComics. And my wife's a teacher, so it's about a teacher. And Oh, well, your last name doesn't start with an H. It's just, uh <laughs> <laughs> no, it, her first name's Heather, so okay, that's okay. where it comes from. And um, so it's things that are taken from what kids really said either in her class oh or other gosh. teachers classes so it's pretty good that's amazing i will be looking that up and we'll make sure to share that link that's amazing mm-hmm. well thanks mrs flessing for letting kevin come out to play <laughs> 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 awesome um you can find our podcast every place at talk 30 rock to me instagram twitter send us emails talk 30 rock to me at gmail.com uh follow us subscribe leave us reviews we'll send you a sticker um kimmy where can people find you at kimchi lucas that's all you need. Uh, you can find me at Redheaded Blonde at all of the places. And I think that's it. Yeah? Guys, you're a hoot and a half. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thanks Thank for you. having us. Lovely. Thanks. All right. Well, bye, Kelsey. Bye, Kimmy. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.